Okay. Let's figure it out. All right. Um. <laughs> Hi, everybody. Oh, oh my, God. my God. No. No, don't start with that. My voice is crusty. Okay. Hi, everybody. <laughs> Welcome back to Dune Time. <laughs> Episode 14. Oh, my God. Sorry. I have a bit. I have a case of the sillies right now. Oh my god. Because I'm so jazzed about these episodes. <laughs> oh, they were good. They were good. I am actually pretty stoked yeah. about it. I love this show. We are talking about Fillmore. And I'm on it. Disco. Um, right Disco. off the bat, gotta give a shout out to our boy Alex for suggesting this show. Um I think you it was mean like Alex Alex? Yeah. Alex, yeah, Alex. My, my boy. <laughs> hey, bruh. Um, yeah, no, he was the one that he suggested it to me. He's like, oh my God, you guys got to do Fillmore. And I was like, oh, yes, uh, because this yeah. show is wild. Yo, it's hard as fuck. Honestly, it is intense. It's intense. I'm and surprised these kids don't have like PTSD or something. <laughs> I know, it's crazy. But God. like, it's wild, but not in the way that, say, mm, what? Wait, I'm trying to think of it. And it's fucking wild. No, it's wild, but it's like it's good. Yeah, you know, it's not like what the fuck. It's well, kind of, but it's not. So it's basically it's like a detective show. Yeah, that takes place in a middle school. Yeah, X X school or what is it? Yeah, X middle school. X or middle something. school. Just straight it's up a huge fucking X. school. This school, I don't it's get insane. it. I've never yeah. seen such a school. <laughs> like these people, these people must all be like loaded. This school is crazy. It's got all the facilities. Oh my god. Anyway, we we grew up in a small town, so we just weren't privy to such such amenities as a large <laughs> public school. I guess. Oh, <laughs> god, kids, come on. <laughs> I hear. I hear. Yes. Yeah. They were being so quiet, obviously, until I hit record. Can you stop? It's okay. They're a part of the show now. I guess. A recurring cast of characters, <laughs> Morty and Dally, being cool yeah. as always. Um, okay. I just okay, want to yeah. say, I just want to say, okay, like, I really loved this show when I was a kid. Yeah. And I don't know if I told you this, but me and a buddy. Yeah, you like brought it up. to, oh my God. <laughs> we went to the school principal. Oh my gosh. And we were like, dude. Dude, principal like, dude. <laughs> we can we can police the halls, man. We can uh, give you the DL on what's going oh on. We were thinking he'd let us like skip class because I don't think these kids go to these class. Kids they don't just go to police. Class. They just police the school. I've it's never it's seen about them the safety class. patrol, but it's it's all like a like a noir style detective yeah. show. Yeah. You know, they got the intense music and it's like ah. Mm -hmm. uh, like, she broke my heart. <laughs> then she wound up dead. Well, no, nobody dies. Like it's, but it's I just, mean, well, like, it's dark though. It's like, yeah, you know, it's it's crazy. It's really funny, but it's like, yeah, no, these kids don't go to class. They can't. No. How could they possibly have time to go to class when they are solving crimes left and right? Like this school is plagued by crime, by serious crime. <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh I guess um, Should we Is there much more to say Wait let's see um, Okay Unfortunate As as with many shows That are kind of Ahead of their time This series only ran For two seasons There's only 26 episodes mm, Which is a damn, damn shame That is a damn, damn shame yeah. um, But you know I guess it's better to To burn out Than to fade away 
Yeah, um, the I'm, candle that burns brightest burns the quickest. I, yeah, truly. <clears throat> um, and so basically, yeah, the show was created by Scott M. Gimple. Um, it's called Fillmore. It stars Had some uh, some some crazy voices in yeah, it. Yeah, no, I was gonna. I was just about to say, it stars Orlando Brown, who many of you may know from the other Disney Channel classic, That's So Raven. He plays uh, Raven's <laughs> best friend Eddie. Um, and then also we have um, Tara, Tara Strong, Strong, who's classic. Um, yeah, Kyle Canadian. Sullivan. Oh, cool. Um, Horatio Ka- Sands. Yeah, <laughs> and J- I see here on the Wikipedia. Page. I don't think he was in either of the episodes we watched today, but uh, Jeff Probst, the host of Survivor, apparently did voices on this show, which I didn't remember. Uh, Wendy Malik. Yeah. And um, Kyle Sullivan, Ooh, like, who was uh, on um, Malcolm in the Middle. He was one of the like nerds. Okay. <sighs> I don't remember his name on anyways. the show, but anyways, yeah. So. Uh, yeah, and Don LaFontaine narrates the show. In a world of erectile dysfunction. Oh, yeah. Today's episode. <laughs> a to a stall. To no, Mara stall. Yeah. <laughs> okay, so, well. Today's episode, immune to all but justice. <laughs> so, I mean, okay, on that note, I guess we'll get started. I decided to do uh, one of the episodes. Well, actually, Alex recommended both these episodes. He. Um, oh, way to go, bud. Yeah, like, he's br- dropping some quality on us um so he was like okay the first episode's crazy so i was like all right i'll cover the first episode oh god sorry what, what are you doing get out um this um, this is just yeah. a show that honestly like every episode we no honestly done. we could have done any episode maybe maybe show. we'll like do a part two because i'm like oh okay this is good like this is some oh, quality yeah. programming for children you gotta find like i'm sure there's a special of like some two-parter or like something that yeah, we can maybe. cover um, okay, basically, um, just like a quick, I mean, yeah, we said it's about the safety patrol and whatever, but basically the show focuses on the main duo. Um, so Phil Moore, the like titular character, um, yeah, he's the one that is voiced by Orlando Brown. His name is Cornelius Fillmore, and he's just basically this like smooth talking cop. Yeah who's in a, a, a like middle yeah. school <laughs> and then his partner is her name is ingrid third and she's like a style yeah, icon oh my god i love goth. her um yeah i forget she's, she's so cool photographic and, memory too there's like a scene yeah, where she's flicking yeah. through files and she's just like flicking through quickly and like you're not reading them she's like i got a photographic memory and i remember this because i was like yeah. oh i wish i had that then i wouldn't have to study for tests yeah. i could just like yeah. fucking ace everything <laughs> through, I know, and she like it's it's really like funny because when she's recalling something, she like puts her hand up to her temple as if she's having like a vision, kind of like mentioning that so Raven again. But she'll just kind of like put her hand up to her temple and be like, "I'm getting something." <laughs> <laughs> but she's just like recalling images and stuff. So, anyways, yeah, she's really cool. Um, and then the <laughs> the junior superintendent, no, <laughs> or no, junior the junior commissioner, commissioner, commissioner Vallejo, junior commissioner Vallejo, Horatio Vallejo, <laughs> voiced by Horatio Sands. No. <laughs> yeah um he's so funny oh like God. it's so funny hey, he, you guys they all take this so you disobey seriously. me i'm gonna have your badges you're gonna be off the force yeah he's like if i have to if i have to warn you again i'll have your badges <laughs> anyways like everyone oh my god and then there's like a few other like recurring characters that we see uh my favorite one is um uh what's his name 
Well, there's the rest of the squad. No, Danny O'Farrell. He is so funny. He's just like kind of the like kind of bumbling cop who kind of never does anything right, but then sometimes he'll like accidentally do something right. Like, you know what I mean? Ah! Oh, my head! Muffin in my head, and I stepped on the on my muffin in my head, and my muffin. Kind of, but like Boyle's a little well, more. Boyle's like, a better cop than uh, Daniel. Daniel Boyle's O'Farrell. a better cop, but like Dan, it's <laughs> yeah, it's kind of you know that uh, that like type of character that you always have. He's like the comic mm-hmm. relief, basically, because these other kids are all so fucking serious. <laughs> yeah, you got Karen Tahama, too. Oh, my God. Forced by Lauren Tom. Oh, yeah, Karen Tahama. Japanese American crime scene investigator yes. on the safety patrol. My God, this is intense. Yeah, so we'll we'll get into it a little bit more. No, seriously, it's really Joseph intense. Anza. So I'll, I'll just these start. Are, I'll, um, this is just the, the team. Yeah, we didn't, okay, he didn't wait, do no. much in either of our episodes. Jeff Probst voiced the school vice principal. Right hand man. Yeah, Ray I'm seeing Cliff. that right now. So but he's probably I, in a I few things. Don't recall him. I don't recall him doing anything in either episode. No, but yeah. anyways, listen, anyways. it doesn't matter. But he was on it, which is funny to me. Um, okay, so I'll just episode get started. One, I guess on my episode. A stall. Uh, thank you narrator um so this show yeah basically takes place like it's um unlike a lot of the shows that we've done so far it's one episode like one kind of 25 minute episode is one plot line because a lot's going down and basically it's kind of broken up into three acts so act one kind of setting up like what the crime is what's going down who are the key players act two things get a little messy there's some red herrings thrown in and then act three we gotta wrap it on up and there's usually a twist it's very it's very so classic that's sort of the formula it's a very classic detective show very cliche <laughs> mm-hmm um, mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah. So mine is tomorrow's stall, episode one. Um, and so what is going on in this episode? It starts off, um, and the principal um, is kind of in in the new bathroom. So the school is getting new and bathrooms, um, and there's this girl. Oh, I forget what her name was. I just watched this and I like don't remember what her name is. Anyways, there's this girl, and she's basically like um, she reminded me. Of, did you ever see the movie uh, uh, Election with no. Reese Witherspoon? Is it called Election? Anyways, whatever. She reminds me of Reese Witherspoon's character Tracy Flick <laughs> in the movie Election. She's basically this like. I think she, and honestly, I think she was modeled after her. I'll put it, I'll put it in the episode guide, but like, you'll see what I mean. Um, so she's really like the kind of classic, like overachiever, um, like go-getter, student body president, whatever. So she's giving a tour of her new bathrooms and she's like state of the art, like all this crazy stuff, like high powered bidets, like <laughs> bidets in like <laughs> middle school bathrooms, crazy. Anyways, so these are like some high tech bathrooms and she's about to, you know, she's like, don't like take my how, word for it. The toilets all look like HAL 9000 yeah. from fucking Space Odyssey. I'm sorry, Dave. I'm afraid I can't do that. Yeah. <laughs> like they could ruin your life, maybe. <laughs> yeah, it's really like futuristic, high tech, kind of whatever. Um, so, yeah, so she's about to like show them the bathroom. Like, don't take my word for it, you know. <laughs> and she opens the door 
and oh my god they've been vandalized but they've been vandalized in that like creepy ass serial killer way you know like um in a lot of shows where like there's like some kind of killer or somebody who is like committing all these crimes and stuff and then they go into his like secret room and there's like writing all over the wall and it's like really erratic and like ooh. like you can tell that this person's not in like a good place and um yeah and it's written in red marker red permanent marker and it looks scary and it's written like over and over and over it's written stainless 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 so someone's like tagged every single stall of this bathroom and it's a big thing because these are expensive bathrooms brand new and they've already been vandalized so it's like what so Fillmore is on the case Fillmore and Ingrid on the case so they're starting to try and like figure out like okay how could we go about this like who would know the mind of a tiger and they're like okay Fillmore's like I know a guy so basically sometime before the this episode takes place before Ingrid was at the school because like she's kind of a newer student at the school um so before she arrived like before we see there's this kid named Randall Julian and he was oh my god what are they doing sorry he was a notorious tiger and as Fillmore says in the episode he's like either the best or the worst tiger depending on like how you flip the pancake (laughs) which I think is like exactly what he says it's really funny (laughs) But he says it like this. He's either the best or the worst, depending on how you flip the pancake. Yeah, basically. So um, intense. Anyways, I know God. it's so intense. So they've got all these like cop singers. Like, anyways, it's really, it's a lot. Um, so they're like, yeah, he was basically saying like he tagged every bathroom in school under the under the the tag name Flava Saver. Flava Saver. <laughs> It's just crazy. Anyway, so he tagged every bathroom, every stall on campus except the bathroom in the teacher's mm-hmm. lounge. They caught him before he could like complete his masterpiece. Yeah. And um, so they're like, okay, well, let, why would like let's go see like if he if he's got some insight for us basically. So they go to this facility, and like truly, it's a facility. Mm. And they walk in, and there's this man at a it desk, is, and he's it like, "It is a penitentiary. It is a prison." <laughs> yeah, yeah. Because basically, they were like, "Oh, his Maximum punishment is um, mac- Yeah, it's like basically he has detention all day, every yeah. day. Um, his parents like drop him off at this like facility in the morning, and they pick him up at night, and like he his classes. <laughs> it's crazy. His classes are streamed to him. In this holding yeah, cell. Yeah, the show's ahead of its time. <laughs> I know. It's 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 something. And so, basically, yeah, he's kind of... I was reading um, on his wiki page, because um, he's got his own wiki page, um, that he was based off Hannibal Lecter, which is, like, very obvious. It's it's that re- it's really that type of thing of, like, you know, Clarice is, like, going to, like, see, like, this, like, serial killer so she can catch this other serial killer, but it's, like, the same thing. So, like, the serial tagger to catch another serial tagger. And he's really like, okay, okay, wait, actually, before I get too deep into it, do you know who does his voice? Is it Frankie Muniz? Wait. No. No, sorry. No. I was I, reading like, Frankie Muniz and I was does like, some voices on the show. 
Oh yeah, no surprise. Um, it's Josh Peck. Oh my god, from Drake and Josh and the Amanda oh, Show. Oh my god, <laughs> which is hilarious because normally Josh Peck, like when he was young, like and I don't know, I don't know what he's up to these days. Like I guess, but when he was young, he always played these like goofy goofy characters so now he's playing this like ser- this like serial tiger like he's disturbed like he's in holding so and he's p- basically he's playing it so serious right he's like why would i help you like no 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 you know it's like hello clarice oh my hello, god more um his voice is so, <laughs> so they, young they go though. and talk to him yeah that's why i didn't I recognize know. it but this is 2002 oh my god this is like so long ago oh my god anyway okay um yeah so they go and talk to him they're like okay like what what's up with this guy like what's he what's he what's his deal what's his mo or whatever and he's like hmm, i don't feel like helping you like well, he's being like really coy and like vague with them but then he kind of is like he's curious um yeah he's his his like interest is peaked you know at first he looks at the at the images and he's like unoriginal unimportant unemotional yeah. you know like basically like trashing the tags and they're like hey what like can you can you tell us like anything about this and so finally like they're about to leave and he's like your tiger's left-handed or no right backwards your tiger writes from right to left yeah. yeah yeah that's it yeah your tiger writes from right to left so he's like in you know in like in america and like north america and uh stuff like that it's you know customary to write left to right um because of like the characters etc and he explains to them basically he does like sort of a handwriting analysis of like saying like why the tiger writes that way and they're like okay like that's kind of interesting like whatever so then they leave he's like and he notices something else but he kind of is like holding back and he's like "Mm, no i'm not gonna tell you that wouldn't be any fun or like it's too easy come back to me when you figure it out kind of thing so they're like okay well thanks for nothing Mm -hmm. bye so they leave (laughs) And then, uh, ba ba ba. Mm, what happens? Oh, okay, yeah. So then they get they're they're starting to think about like potential leads. And oh wait, no, sorry. Okay, oh my God, I missed a funny part. Um, before they go into like the holding cell, basically, um, the the guy at the desk, he's like writing implements, and he makes them like drop off like their pencils and stuff. And then he's like, "Do you have any like spray paint, eyeliner, lipstick, like whatever?" Blah blah blah. He's like listing like all all these like different writing implements, like ink quills, charcoal pencils, blah blah blah, because it's like imperative that he comes and like does not come into contact with any art supplies because it's that's like, like you uh, know. Magneto and his like plastic prison yeah. in X Men. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So they're like. And, and then he he shows them a picture. He's like, uh, a janitor dropped a golf pencil <laughs> in um, in the cell, and this is what he did. And he holds up a picture, and like, we don't see what it is, but Ingrid's um, just like Ingrid is like that with a he golf did pencil? that with a golf pencil. <laughs> yeah, so she's like shook, and he there he's like, yes, he did. So you see what I mean? It's imperative that he does not lay his hands on any art supplies. Mm. So, anyways. So whatever. Okay, scooping, uh, scooting forward. Um, So yeah, so they're starting to think like, okay, who could have done this? Like, who's got like a a motive? And then um, they realize that an art club on campus, um, their art space, 
or their club space was uh, taken away from them to like build new bat the new bathroom. So they're thinking like, okay, maybe there's a suspect in here because they're like pissed that we kicked them out of their space kind of thing. There are only three members. And what was it called? Like the something Renoirs? I can't remember. Anyway. Oh my God. I just watched this. I'm like, my brain is jello right now. <laughs> anyway. So yeah. So they meet this guy, the, the club president. And he's like this kind of, I don't know. I think he's sort of like Andy Warhol inspired. Oh yeah, that guy. Um, Cause he's, he's got like, like kind of uh, like bleach blonde hair. And it's sort of like in that kind of shaggy, like Andy Warhol oh, yeah, kind very of cut. Warhol. And then he's got like a, a kind of a blazer and like a turtleneck and he's got these glasses and stuff. And he he's like he's kind of a, he's very like avant garde in the way he's talking. Mm -hmm. And he at one point he's talking to them and he's like, oh, um, no, I'm not mad that we lost our office space. Like I find that offices stifle creativity. Uh, the only thing I'm upset about is that we can't see the beauty in nature surrounding us in these four walls. And then he stands up and he like dumps like pink paint all yeah. over himself. <laughs> and what does he what does he title his piece? He it's like an art um, piece, like interrogation a performance of art myself. piece. Or self-interrogation yeah, like, or something. I titled this interrogation of the self, yeah. something like that. And they're kind of like, uh, okay, <laughs> like, seems like this guy didn't do it. And then they get to the one that you're so excited to talk well, about. Well, no, it's just what that you I really say? remembered this. Like, when, you, <laughs> yeah. when we thought of Fillmore, I just remembered this kid for some reason. I remember his whole spiel. I almost remember yeah. the exact number of layers that he does his thing with. <laughs> yeah, so basically they go see this other guy, um, the second member of the club, and he is um, at, a, at a, like an easel, and he's just like drawing with a sharpie, and then they look at what he's drawing, and it's literally a big black circle, and he's like, no, it's not just a big black circle, it's 700 layers, which I'm like, okay, wait, how is your paper not... Dis disintegrated. Yeah, really. Remember when you would like, like hold a, a marker down and it would just leach out onto yeah, the paper and all of a sudden it would through just the paper. poke right through? Yeah. So I'm like, what on earth? And like, it's he's coloring with like Sharpies, like permanent but it's markers. On a canvas. Those are it's heavy on a canvas. duty. Is it a canvas yeah. or is it it's like... It's a canvas on an easel. Paper. No, it's a canvas. Okay, anyways, whatever. It's, it'll hold up. It'll hold up. I guess, okay. He's an artist. Anyways, yeah. So he's basically like, oh, it's like all the layers of like blah, blah, blah. So basically his thing is he's just like drawing like nonstop kind of thing. Mm -hmm. And But when they're talking to him, he kind of like says this thing that's a little bit suspicious. He's like, oh, yeah, sure. So now this like stainless is all anyone could talk about. But like, you know, you could tell he's like pretty jealous. Like he's like, oh, yeah, stainless is in the spotlight now. Like, but he's not like a real artist, like blah, blah, blah. And so they're kind of like, OK, well, thanks anyways. Bye. So they leave and then they go talk to the final member. And she's like in the um studio i guess she's, she's like a pottery studio. she's like uh, yeah she's in like a pottery studio she's like bake she's like at the what do they the call kiln. it a kiln yeah yeah she's at the kiln like kind of like cooking some pots Proofing her pottery. <laughs> um yeah and um she's like she doesn't really say anything like that interesting she's well she's like, like she's like she uh your typical vegan uh, like she talks about the thing she's eating that's made of or no, she says like I'll you're, tell you. She's not your typical vegan. She's like a stereotypical vegan. Yeah, like a 
like a hippy dippy granola. Like, oh, I, I, I want you to know <laughs> that rude. the ingredients I use in this pottery are made from flaxseed and blah blah blah, and it's all organic. Yeah, and, like, and then they're like, like oat hummus. I'm like, what is yeah, that? Yeah, then they're like, have you been to the bathrooms? And she's like, I'll have you know that I don't believe in indoor plumbing. I don't. You, I've never oh. stepped foot in a school bathroom. I'd rather go. Yeah. And then Ingrid's like, uh, never mind. <laughs> Just yeah, hold that okay, thought. Yeah. <laughs> So, okay, so, yeah, so they all kind of have, like, they're not, like, I guess the second guy is, like, the most suspicious, but, like, they all kind of have, like, you know, she's, like, oh, I'm, I don't like bathrooms. So, like, there could be that sort of, like, eco-warrior, you know, like, not even eco-warrior, like, um, eco-terrorist kind of thing, which is, like, slightly hinted at, but, like, they don't really pursue it further than that, but, you know, and then the first guy's just kind of wacky, so they're, like, I don't know, what's up with him, like, whatever. So... They're kind of like, okay, Which is in like classic detective show style. They're setting it up as mm-hmm. someone who it may or may not be, but it's probably not going to end up being him. Yeah. Like <laughs> Spoiler you can just, alert. You can safely um, say that. <laughs> yeah. And so basically, meanwhile, like Commissioner Vallejo is really anxious because he's got this like fishing trip plan with his dad. And he's like, Fillmore, this needs to be wrapped up before my weekend fishing trip with my dad. I don't want to be like having this um, mess with my like fly swing or well, I don't know some kind of fishing cast or anyway <laughs> um, oh so he's you know he's being like typical like riding the detectives and being like hey this better be solved why isn't this solved yet Fillmore like mm. yeah and okay wait I'm having a blank what happened after they have the chase Okay, yeah. So they're like, they're like, oh, okay. Well, like, chances are, if he's gonna strike again, like, he's gonna need to go back and get more ink. So they have this like office supply. Normally, schools you have like an office supply closet. This school has an office supply warehouse. Oh my god! Yeah, it is massive. It's massive. I don't. I like. Okay, (laughs) it's like it's huge, and. So the this like shadowy figure sneaks in. It's got like a hood on and you can't see the face and then the hand, you see the hand reach in and grab some sharpies and they're like busted basically. Like they like throw out a police quip and then like at the chase commences. So they're like running through the office supply area, warehouse, whatever. And they're like knocking down shelves they're and you riding, know the classic thing where like on office chairs. Yeah, but you know, like that classic thing where like the 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 perp is running away and they're like throwing like they're just throwing you know things they're down like throwing them. boxes to like create obstacles and stuff like that. But anyways, basically like Fillmore, like he the the person like hops onto an office chair and then like Fillmore to catch up with them like <laughs> ties a rubber band between two of the shelves. Like this massive rubber band, he takes the office chair and basically creates like a slingshot for himself. Which I'm like, I don't see how that would work. I feel like you'd go flying. Like, anyways, yeah, basically, no. yeah. Physics. Listen, are I'm off. not gonna. I'm not gonna start poking holes. But anyway, <laughs> um, so he basically launches himself, and there's like this chase, and then um, he. The, the, it looks like the perp's gonna get away, but then Ingrid um, jumps up onto a shelf and she spots that there's um, like quick dry instant cement or something like super. Right. Oh yeah, super glue, and so she like pokes a hole in it, and it falls onto the perp, and then they're like stopped in their tracks, and then they they kind of like remove the guy's hood, and they see that it's the second guy that they talk to like sharpie circle jar yeah Yeah, dog guy and um 
He's like, that's right. It was me. I did it. And my real name is like Tommy, like blah, blah, blah. And I'm an artist and no, 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 no. So you're like, you're kind of like, mm, yeah, he's thirsty. You know, aside from the fact that there's still 16 minutes left of the episode, I don't think it's him. Yeah. <laughs> um, so, yeah. So you're like, mm, OK. So the principal is all like, oh, great. Done. Whatever. Vallejo is like happy because he's like, all right, case closed. Like, whatever. But Fillmore and Ingrid are like, mm, this mm. seems not right like he stole black sharpies and stainless has tagged only in red like there's just stuff that's off um and Vallejo's like let it go like he signed a confession like that's all I need blah 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 and so they're like okay um but then they don't really believe him and so they go back to see Hannibal um (laughs) and he they like talk with him a little bit more and they're like, name again? I can't remember. Uh, uh, Randall Julian. Yeah, Randall Julian. Randall Hannibal. Julian. Hannibal <laughs> it kind of, I mean, Randall Hannibal. Meh. Anyway. Um, so they go back and see him and they're kind of like, okay, like you got to throw us a bone, man. You got to help us out. Like whatever. Mm. And he is kind of like, they start talking with him and they find out a little bit more about like his past, like why he became a tiger. And he was basically like a prize winning artist. Like he'd compete in like these art shows and stuff. And like at first he was number one and like he would always win and he had this fan base but then like as time went on um he he became like less and less uh critically acclaimed if you will so he started winning like second prize third prize honorable mention and so his fan base started like diminishing so he was like okay i gotta do something to win back the not even like the love it's like i want to like go down in history like i want people to know my name so he was like how am i going to do that not with macaroni i'm going to do it with a permanent marker and that's when he became flavor saver and so we kind of find all that out and basically like fillmore is like okay like if we can promise um you supervise time with art supplies will you help us out and so he's kind of like okay okay so then he tells them i think that um stainless is gonna tag this bathroom next so they're like okay Uh, i forget why he says that but anyways not important he just has a feeling it's like he's got he's got this like artist intuition yeah so he's like he's gonna tag this one next so they're like all right so they stake out in front of this bathroom and then they notice that the um, art club president who... Andy Warhol, motherfucker. Uh, yeah, Andy Warhol is going into the girl's bathroom. They're like, that's suspicious. So they follow him in the bathroom. They bust him, but he's just drawing toilets. Yeah, he's doing like still lifes of toilets. <laughs> he's just drawing the toilet. He's like, it's the perfect combination of form and function, like, <laughs> which I guess but i don't know Jeez. so he's just he just wanted to draw the toilets in the girl's bathroom like nothing nothing more sinister than that so they're like okay like you know no big deal like you can draw your toilets but maybe like draw like in, in the guy's bathroom or whatever so the, he's yeah. like okay fine so like they all go into the guy's bathroom together and they say, it's been <laughs> yeah. tagged yeah it's been tagged uh and it's fresh so they're like oh my god yeah so ingrid like goes and she like kind of like swipes and she's like the paint's fresh so they like run out Okay, but meanwhile, I forgot to mention this. Um, So, yeah, Tracy Flick basically goes um, and she's, like, trying to see 
with uh, the principal to be like, you know, I, I told them like they should have gotten brushed steel because it's virtually impossible to tag and like they didn't listen. But now look what's happened, like blah, blah, blah. So at this point, I'm kind of like, mm, OK, <laughs> um, but anyways, so they go back and then they look at the picture. Do they go back and see Hannibal again? No, no, I think they do this by themselves. They figure this out by themselves. They look at the picture of her cutting the ribbon at the inauguration of the toilet stalls. No, because he, that's when he escapes and he leaves the oh, newspaper yeah. on the table for yeah, him. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, yeah, yeah. Okay, sorry, sorry, sorry. Rewind. After, well, Rewind. It's like when they leave the, uh, when they show him the pictures yeah. of the defaced so, stalls. They drop a pencil on their yeah. way out. So front desk man was slipping up. Yeah. Sorry. He's escaped. So, so yeah, so he has escaped and he has tagged the entire holding cell. And like, keep in mind that the walls are like white. So it's the perfect canvas. So he's like tagged mm. Flava Seva all over and he's Serial gone. killer style. He is Floors and gone. walls and ceilings. Like he has shaved off a guard's face, put it on his own face, and he is gone. <laughs> I just picture him like crawling up the wall like the kid in the grudge with his head backwards Ugh. and he's like clicking, he's like <laughs> Ew. And he's okay. just like drawing flavor saver, flavor saver. <laughs> oh, it's so creepy. I'm the flavor saver. Stop. Oh my god. So yeah, so he's gone. But yeah, he leaves a newspaper and he's like, he, he's like, oh, I left something for you. And they kind of look at it at first and they're like, what, like, what are we supposed to do with this? But then they take a closer look and that's when they see that Tracy Flick cut the ribbon with Ugh. her left hand oh, and ayo. she's wearing a glove on it. So they're like, oh, what? So they are like, oh my God, that's when they start putting two and two together. They do some digging. They find out that this girl, God knows why. Well, she kind of says why, but anyways, she put in a bid to have the brush stainless steel stalls in like 47 times. Yeah. And they, and they rejected denied. her every time. And so they're like, okay, we, she's got a motive now. Now we see. So basically they go um now she's in this like loading bay area um and yeah, they're like, like delivering all these like brush steel like brush stainless yeah, steel bathroom stalls and she's like i'm gonna go down in history as the girl who got brushed stainless steel stalls in x middle school and i'm like what the what on earth like of all the things to be known for Anyway, <laughs> so she's just like, like, and then um, Fillmore and Ingrid bust in and they're like, not so fast. And she's like, you'll never take me alive. Anyways, basically, they like have another Whoa. chase and she's she basically like, like hmm? she, she topples a stack of stainless yeah. steel fucking Crazy. Uh, bathroom stall parts and like, Crazy. that would fucking kill a person. I'm like, and you, and you wanted it. Also, like, aside from that, you wanted these freaking stalls so bad, and now you're, like, destroying them? Well, Girl. yeah, she, but she's a psycho, so I guess, no, like... yeah, she's, she's not well. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, so they have, like, another chase, and then basically, like, she gets... <laughs> she gets caught up in some bubble wrap, and then, uh, what's his name? Fuck. O'Connell? No. O'Farrell. 
O'Farrell comes in and he's like, well, looks like that's a wrap on this case. Get it? Get it? Uh, <laughs> and he's like, get it? It's a play on words because she fell in bubble wrap. So I'm like, okay, O'Farrell, like, give it a rest. We know. Um... So basically, they're like, okay, well, this is all good. Um, and then, like, um, Vallejo comes in and he's like, oh, my God. You know, you guys, like, you solved the case, yeah, but you destroyed, like, all these fucking stalls again. So, like, now the principal is, like, happy but fucking pissed at the same time. She's like, God damn it. Like, anyways, they basically, there's a lot of property damage in this show. <laughs> And Fillmore, because, like, before, Fillmore uses Vallejo's fishing rod that he finds in the in the yeah. mail room. They have a fucking mail room, <laughs> like a industrial size Canada oh Post yeah. like shipping center. It's where crazy. They receive and settle and send packages. It's crazy. And Fillmore uses the fishing rod to like rang to like snag the bubble wrap and trap the yeah. Cindy um, Flick whatever in it. Oh yeah, any <laughs> Cindy Lou Who. But anyway, um, it gets it gets destroyed. The rod gets destroyed. Yeah. So basically a lot of property damage. And like also before I didn't mention, but when they were in the um the like office supplies warehouse like Vallejo's like oh she, like the principal's so happy you caught the perb that she doesn't even mind the $700 in property damage I'm like what Jesus. oh my god I don't even have a room with $700 worth of stuff in my apartment anyways yeah, I'm just looking around I'm like what could I sell here that's worth <laughs> anything Fuck. that's like what could I sell that's worth $700 cause I have to pay for my oh. oh my god my cat needs to have like two of her teeth clean and it's gonna cost like $700 <laughs> You get pet insurance. I should because yeah, <laughs> because it's <yeah>. expensive. <laughs> it's expensive. Do you have pet insurance? No. Oh, anyway, God, we'll see. I can't afford any more monthly payments. Ugh. Anyway, okay. So a rant about how expensive life is over. Um, yeah. So basically, they they caught Tracy Flick, and all's well that ends well. But then they're like, wait. Flava Seva's still at large. So Fillmore kind of goes and he's like, I know where he's going to be. Mm. He's going to finish the job. So mm. the one bathroom stall that he didn't get to is the um, teacher's lounge. The teacher's lounge. Yeah. And so he goes in and he's like, you don't have to do this, Randall Julian. And then like Julian kind of, or Randall Julian is like, no, yes, I have to. I need to be known. I need people to know me. Like, blah, blah, blah. Like, having this kind of, like, fucking moment. And, um, but then Fillmore's like, then why don't you have the guts to tag with your own name? Tag Randall Julian. Don't hide behind Flava Sava. And then J Randall Julian is like, I will. And he's, just, like, holding up his hand. He's like, I'm going to do it. And then Fillmore's like, quivering. do it. <laughs> and he's just like, I, I. I can't. <laughs> yeah, just so imagine funny. this scene with a gun, and it would be exactly like a fucking but movie. It's a marker. Oh He's like, God. all I have to do is touch one dot to this stall, and my masterpiece will be complete. <laughs> like, it's so intense. Oh my God. Oh my God. And Fillmore's like, do it. Do it. <laughs> <laughs> Yo. <laughs> Fillmore's oh good though. He knows what's up. Yeah, he he's like calling his bluff. He's like, you're not gonna fucking do it. So then basically, he's like, I won't do it. I'm going to be a good boy again. And then um, he's like to Fillmore, 
do you have any idea where I might get my hands on some dried macaroni? And then Fillmore's like, guy. yeah. <laughs> and then Fillmore's like, you know what? I think I just might. And then end of the episode. <laughs> Oh my god, yeah. Okay, we need to, like, you need to add in the theme song because it's really intense, but also, like, I'll put a link um, in the episode guide if I can find, like, a YouTube video of the opening theme song because it's, if nothing else, like, that's worth a watch because it is, it's crazy. A lot happens. It just sets sets the tone for the show. It's super intense. Yeah. It's a good one. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So that's that's that episode. <laughs> yeah. It's episode one, starting off with the bang. There's no takeaways from these episodes. I mean, really. it's just like no, funny storytelling. No, I wouldn't say. And um, drama, like. I would like. There's, but you know, it's not like uh, other kid shows that mention teach you things. No, but no, I think this it does teaches in a way. You, this, te- this teaches you other things. Like, like for example, you know, the the struggle of like, um, I think this happens to like a lot of like kids, but also people in general of like the pressure to always like one up yourself and the pressure to stay on top, and then what happens when you're not number one anymore, and you know, like. Yeah, I think that's, that's something true, that a lot of people struggle with, you know, like that. Remi- yeah, like well, uh, like you I know, know people on our swim team that were really pushed, and that you know had like mental breakdowns as kids. They were they were pushed to be the best athletes, and they and it was it was so much for them, and a yeah. lot of them couldn't handle it. And well, yeah, I mean, I don't know if. Uh... <laughs> Sorry, mom's like. <laughs> mom is sending me us like a bunch they're like i don't know what they're doing they're going oh through photos right now but like mom and dad keep sending me all these like crazy photos i probably have more i haven't looked at my oh phone oh my god while. sorry i just like i caught a glimpse of the last one she sent me i'm like oh my god i was such a <laughs> sass i was such a sass queen even at age two dad uh, sent me the one of him with the little bowl cut yeah. when he was a kid and it looks exactly like me if i oh had a little bowl god. cut we'll put it in the guide oh my god <laughs> I honestly will. It's like such a funny picture. The world deserves to see it. <laughs> the one of us with our green faces when you were the frog and I was the alligator for uh, Halloween. Truly iconic. Oh my God. We were doing green face. Meg, we got to oh. take this down. Oh my God. Okay. I'm sure the frogs will forgive us. Um, oh oh, oh. <laughs> <laughs> Okay. Um, <laughs> but yeah, no, just, yeah, like it's true. And like a lot of kids deal with like, these crazy pressures, whether it's like from parents or just, you know, cause life, like, I don't know, the world is so competitive. And especially now with like social media, when you can see everything that everyone's doing and they're like presenting this sort of like curated version of their life, like they're only presenting kind of, it's like a highlight reel, right? But like, it's really mm-hmm. hard to think of it that way when you see people presenting these like idyllic versions of their life and they're like showing all their successes and stuff like that. And like, you know, it's a fine line between between like you know being happy for someone else's successes, but then starting to like compare yourself. It's it's hard not to compare yourself and be like, well, you know, even even like me, uh, if I'm like looking through Instagram and I'm like, oh my god, like this person that I follow is like three years younger than me, and she's already like a published author and like a writer on like whatever TV show, and I'm like, oh my god, what am I doing with my life? You know, it's it's really yeah. hard, and like it gets you kind of down and. 
Yeah. Um, makes you want to like turn to a life of crime. It like makes you put yourself somewhere on a ladder. No, yeah. You know, but it's really like what really matters is is you and you only. Yeah. You and you alone. Like no, it's exactly. your path. It's the path that you're on. Yeah. If you get there when you're 45, then so be it. No, exactly. You know, yeah. That kid gets there when she's 22. That's her path. No, exactly. And, and, and you don't have to measure yourself against those people yeah no and yeah so it's it's hard to it's hard to remember when you're so like connected all the time and there's like all this this pressure and i feel like ex middle school is a school where like a lot of there are a lot of like really extra students (laughs) um but yeah i mean it's it's just there are a lot of people in the world and there are a lot of talented people in the world. So it's hard sometimes to like take a step back and be like, okay, I'm doing okay. Like I don't have to be there right now. Cause I'm not you, like, I don't know. You know, you get it yeah. anyways. You said it, you said it better than I'm saying it right now, but yeah, <laughs> I think, I think that might be kind of one of the lessons from sort of the like Randall Julian plotline. But then if you look at like Tracy Flick, well, I forget what her name is. I keep calling her Tracy Flick, but like, if you look at that, it's like, what, what, what are you willing to do for success? Like, what is like the price that you pay for success? Like, she was willing to like, pro- like she committed like property damage. She was willing to like injure other students. Like, she was completely power hungry and was willing to kind of stop at nothing for it. And it's like, is it worth it now? Because now you won't be remembered for being successful. You'll be remembered for being like, like a vandal and you know, like a she's basically like ruined her her at least the rest of her middle school experience like i mean i think she could i think she could come back from it i think she could come back from it but i mean still didn't have to be this way tracy (laughs) god damn but yeah no i mean so it's obviously it's like this very exaggerated like over the top kind of thing but there's still i think there's still lessons to be learned for sure it's just not as like um it's just very ridiculous and out there the way this whole thing is like just comes to be i mean it's presented in sort of like a more mature way i guess you could say this fucking police force anyway we can move on to your episode which is pretty dope Episode 18, Immune <laughs> to All But Justice. Fillmore, I'm on it. Okay, I am, I was this offended. was Ugh. something. They paint, they paint Canadians in <laughs> oh such a God. bad light in this episode. Somebody, whoever. Oh my God. Whoever wrote this episode was seriously hurt by a Canadian. And like, I would just, on behalf of all Canadians, I would like to apologize to whoever hurt you because you clearly hate us. Oh my God. It's, it's hilarious. Oh my God. It's so, so funny. The whole thing starts off. They're at this like benefit gala, like a charity <laughs> auction. And it's called Canada Cares. And it's hosted by this student who is a dip. It, his father is a Canadian diplomat and they live at the Canadian embassy. It's like, they're really talking about Canada. Like it's some exotic place. It's like, you're in like fucking some African country at the embassy or something. You know, it, it's no, <laughs> he's just a fucking Canadian at the school whose father's rich. No, his, his dad is the Canadian ambassador. Well, no, it is. That's why he's got this. That's why he's got diplomatic immunity. <laughs> 
It's true. Okay, yeah, but it's fucking wild, okay? That's what it is. Yeah, I know, but his dad is the Canadian <laughs> ambassador. He's not just a rich Canadian. Okay, fine. Uh, so he's, like, on the stage, and he's, like, auctioning off, like, a maple syrup bucket that, you know, you'd hang off a tree to collect maple syrup. <laughs> it doesn't even have maple syrup in it. It's, like, a bucket that you could collect maple syrup with if you wanted to. Yeah, it's just a wooden bucket with a maple leaf on like, the side. let's start the bidding at three American dollars. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, and, and there's like other things too And like Fillmore's working the door They're doing security Ingrid's like checking the floor um, And Fillmore runs into uh, An old friend of his And it's like As soon as you see her The camera sort of pauses on her And you hear like the saxophone Like <laughs> Like She's like, she's the Dane that broke my heart or something like that, you know? Basically. And and like, she's this tall, beautiful, like she's very well put together. She's always in like a pantsuit and she's got long red hair and her name's Penny. And like, the, the thing is, it's like her and Fillmore used to be bullies together. And they used to shake kids down for the oh lunch God, money. Yeah. But it's always like, I was so Penny, surprised. Penny, Penny, Penny. Haven't seen you in years, girl. Yeah. How you been, baby? We go way back. That's <laughs> crazy. Oh, my God. And uh, she's like, oh, hey, Fillmore. <laughs> like, it's it's like there's a lot of weird sexual tension for these middle school kids. Yeah, and it's, it's a really lot. Weird, but it's, uh, it's really funny. The show is just so extra, and it's hard as fuck. <laughs> um, so, like... They're, he's talking to Penny and they're reminiscing. And meanwhile, Ingrid is, uh, she sees uh, this big guy who's just like rummaging around in the back room looking through these shipments of like the Canada Boy stuff. They all got maple leaves on it, so you know it's like his stuff. He's like, oh, I ship in uh, Canadian goods, and I and I and I don't know what he does with them. Um, like Penny tells Fillmore that he imports Canadian goods and then sells them, and like gives money back to like charity and to like help the school and whatever. Yeah. Anyways, uh, Ingrid catches this uh, guy and she's like, freeze! And he takes off running and he steals this like old bicycle, like one with the big wheel in the front, the tiny wheel in the back. It's super tall. Yeah. And like he races it through the school and and he ends up like destroying the whole auction thing. And it turns out like this guy is uh, the Canadian kid's bodyguard and he was just checking on his shipments and Ingrid like didn't have to really do anything like he, yeah he like, was okay he, he was allowed to be where he was uh, yeah allegedly uh but he was up to no good because he like uh ditched some stuff but i'll get to that later yeah um so like they find out all this shit about him and like it kind of ruins the whole gala and penny's disappointed and it caused a bunch of damage and like the principal has to apologize to the to the kid she's like on behalf of the entire school i would like to apologize she's like, to on you. The, in behalf of the school and the great nation of the united states of america <laughs> oh my god <laughs> please allow she's like this is potentially ruining like a country's relationship with another country yeah 
And yeah, so it's like, it's pretty intense and they're in trouble. And Vallejo's like, you guys got to stay away from this kid now. I don't want to hear about it. You go near him. I'm going to have your badges. Yeah. And then like. Because he basically explains like that they have, that he has diplomatic immunity because his dad is the, the, uh, the ambassador. The ambassador, yeah. Yeah. So. So he's like, you can't touch this kid. So leave him be. Yeah. And so they're like, fine. And then Fillmore's like, but not fine. Yeah, I was gonna say, but fuck that because. <laughs> but fuck that. Yeah. So, um, they're they're in the office and Vallejo's giving them the rundown of what's going on, and they're like, "You guys want something to do? You got to help O'Farrell with his uh, counterfeit baseball card thing." And so he's sorting through like somebody's been selling counterfeit baseball cards at school, and he's sorting through the real ones and the fake ones, and he's putting them into piles, and he's figuring out what's what. And he obviously screws it up. Yeah. Like he forgets which pile is which, and he has to resort them all again. <laughs> and um, so, like, um, they're, like, thinking about things, and Ingrid realizes, like, oh, my God, he, when I was chasing that guy, like, if, if he didn't have any reason to run, then why did he go in the trash room, and why did he do this? And they're, like, retracing his steps, and they go back into the trash room, and they find... A bottle of green ink and it's the same green that's on the baseball cards and like so they're testing it and they're finding they're basically figuring out that this kid is up to no good and he's printing the ball cards but they don't have proof and they can't touch them mm-hmm. so now it's like it's not so much a question of like they're pinning it on somebody else and they're kind of confusing like in your episode like now it's like we know who it is but how can we bring them to justice yeah so it's kind of like a, a, a difference but it's still cliche you know it's still the, it's still the same kind of detective story that you often see mm-hmm. so like they're not allowed to touch him but Fillmore's like I'm still gonna fuck with this guy so uh, he grabs the vial they pour out the ink because they don't want him to have it but they go to the Canadian student consulate <laughs> <laughs> and they like put down the empty vial and like here's your vial of ink oh yeah we poured it out bitch basically just to be like we know what you're fucking doing so don't try and play with us yeah yeah so he like tells his henchman who only says like he just goes yeah he doesn't talk he only makes a noise Mm. he's like i think uh i need you to persuade these people to uh, get off our backs or whatever he says so he like sends them after him and meanwhile uh, Fillmore is talking to Penny in the warehouse and it is f- it, not even the warehouse it's the loading bay and it's bigger than like a fucking Home Depot loading bay it's like massive and it's full of Canadian goods and <laughs> so he's like doing some snooping and he's looking in and he finds um, blank card sheets so it's just like a bunch of like sheets of perforated paper that you'd print baseball cards on Mm -hmm. and so he's basically showing penny look like they're up to no good i need your help i need you to do some digging all of a sudden three boys dressed in hockey equipment on rollerblades come out so they're like shooting pucks at them at like point blank (laughs) range and it's like they're going through the wooden crates in the shipping area like this would like kill you this would crack yeah, your skull yeah you could get fucked up yeah 
Hockey's fucking dangerous. No, people for died. real. Like, people have died playing hockey. There's a reason you need to wear a fucking helmet now. <laughs> oh my god. Jesus so Christ. So many players, these, I don't know if they're changing the rules, but like for a while, a lot of players weren't wearing their neck guards, or they weren't wearing full face guards, they were just wearing like a little visors, or they were wearing open face helmets. And they would get their fucking faces bashed in yeah. by pucks all the time. Well, I mean, they still like, wear like. Or they get a puck in the neck, or like a skate to Ugh. the throat. No, it, you skate can... to the skate to the jugular. Yeah, this you ever is... seen fucking Clint Malarchuk? He's a goalie for like Buffalo or something back in the day. Okay. And he took a fucking skate to the neck, Oof. and it sliced his jugular. Did he die? He started. No, he started bleeding out on the ice, and the coach <laughs> came out. And basically reached into the gash and pinched his jugular oh. shut <laughs> and carried him to the hospital. Oh my. Good yeah. God. Okay, well, yeah, see, this is no joke. <laughs> Fillmore is hardcore. Yeah, so they're like, but Fillmore is like sneaking through the, the shelves in the, in the warehouse and like, uh, uh, he's using bungee cords and he hooks a guy with a bungee cord and sends him flying into another guy and he's like he's got them at every turn and he he, he uh, incapacitates all three of them with yeah. ease and gets Penny to safety yeah can I just say that like at first they're like it's a boot time that you learn oh the God, lesson yeah. and we're a boot to teach it to you <laughs> oh my god it was terrible oh my God! it wasn't we, even a good accent do we truly say that I have not heard somebody say about a boot, like that. A boot? I don't know. I mean, I don't... About? We say about, not about. A, about? I say about. Maybe. I say about. Yeah, I don't know. Like, there. well, you know, there are certain... They're, they're usually more the rural dialects. Or, no, actually, like, you know what, though? I, now that I'm saying... I, th- I kind of hear it when we go to Halifax. I hear people there say it. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. It's like more rural well, over it's there. It's more rural. It's a city. Meg. No, yeah, it's a Halifax is city. a fucking small city with yeah, 300,000 people. A, it's not like the and boonies. ten minutes out of there is a fishing village with a population of ten. Okay. Okay. Like, anyway, listen. Nova Scotia is rural as fuck. Don't be rude. Okay, continue. It is. Okay. Oh my god, we're oh from god, there. Okay, there's this. Okay, whatever. You make them sound like they're a bunch of just like. No, but what's wrong with rural? <laughs> I didn't say fucking hick redneck losers. I said uh, rural. Oh my god. Okay, cut this out. Jeez. This is like too much. <laughs> this is rude. Okay, keep going. Relax. Go. Oh my god. Anyway, so they're like, oh my god, I was attacked. We got to pay this kid a visit at the consulate. <laughs> so like Ingrid stages a protest. She's like, gotta save the trees, man. Save the Christmas trees. They're dying. And she's making a distraction while uh, Fillmore runs up to the to Buddy's room at the consulate. Hey, Bud. And uh, he snagged one of the Cana- one of the Canada flag yeah, patches no, off yeah, of they, his yeah. henchman. So he like throws it down on the desk. He's like, "I know what you're up to," and he's like, "Well, well, well, well you can't touch me." Blah blah blah. Like uh, <laughs> whatever. He's a little son of a bitch. He's like, "Well, whatever." So, like, Fillmore just wants to fuck with him. So he, like, knocks over a, a fucking growler full of maple syrup. He's like, <laughs> oops, like, did I do that? <laughs> did I do that? <laughs> fucking Urkel. I know. I was like, uh, oopsie. Okay. <laughs> anyway. So they're, like, trying to figure shit out. And Vallejo's like, Fillmore, why do I, I got complaints that you've been uh, harassing this Canada boy? What's his name? I forgot. Oh, yeah. Anyways, <laughs> 
inconsequential. He's just a Canadian kid. And like Penny, meanwhile, is like calling in, giving him tips like, oh, I think I know where they're going to print it, blah, blah, blah. I'm onto it. And she's like, Penny, you're in too deep. You got to get out of there. And it's like it goes on and they find like they uh, they see a deal go down in a park where he buys uh, printing plates for a printing press so they can print uh, baseball cards. They're yeah. like uh, 1980 something vintage cards. Uh here you go. And they trade them for comics. And uh, what are they fucking called? Um, the, um, the Maple Leaf Gang is yeah, the comic so, that we like, see. like that. Oh, my God. And so they trade the comics. And Fillmore chases. Uh, it's the uh, guy. Like the, he, They he, call him the Lumberjack. Yeah. Yeah, the Lumberjack <laughs> or something. And uh, so, like, he uh, runs away. And he gets into, like, a swan pedal boat. <laughs> and, like... Meanwhile, like Fillmore and Ingrid commandeer two remote control boats and ride them like wakeboards <laughs> across a pond and splash uh, the lumberjack. He's basically like Jaws yeah. from James Bond. This is kind of like a James Bond thing going on right now. Um, and like, anyways, he crashes the boat, runs, keeps running, and there's a guy like feeding birds in the park and he's like oh andrew don't be so greedy and like he steals the birds the lumberjack steals the bird seed and like tr throws it on ingrid and, Cor and cornelius uh fillmore and uh basically distracts them and he gets away and so we never actually find out where they're going to be printing the shit so um yep where are we? Where are we? Um, then they go back and like they find out that um, the because um, what's her name? Tahama. Tahama, yeah. Um, she she's like kind of a I guess what you could be she's like the equivalent of like an yeah forensics. So she um is basically like these are like the best counterfeit cards I've ever seen. Although one thing yeah. that I can note um for the is the counterfeits have yeah. a higher chlorine content yeah. in the ink. So they're like, what could that mean? Yeah. So later they find out that like, oh, wait, the they did tests on the vial of ink that, that they found in the trash. They're like, there was no chlorine in that. Or, well, before they find that out, uh, Penny calls in with some tips. Oh, and she's yeah. like, Fillmore, I, I think I know where they're going to print it. And all of a sudden, like, the line goes dead and Canada Boy and Lumberjack are there and they're like, get her! And they fucking kidnap her. Yeah. Okay. They take her hostage and they take her to the print location. So now Fillmore's gotta find it. Gotta find Penny. Gotta save Penny. And uh, so then, yeah, get cut to this. They're like, well, we did tests on the ink and there was no chlorine in that ink. So that means that the chlorine had to get in the ink after the printing process. And so they're like, oh, the old pool hall. So yeah. like, of course, there's like multiple pool halls in this school that that there's enough pool halls that they have an old abandoned one. Mm -hmm. That's how fucking massive <laughs> this crazy. fucking like complex is. There must be like 40,000 students at this school. Honestly, like if you think about the size of everything, like what are they accommodating? I don't know. Like a small city. <laughs> it seems like. They have all the facilities. Shit. Anyways, so like Vallejo's like, 
If you kids go after him, I'm gonna have your badges. I told you to, to leave him alone. And they're like, huh, yeah. And they throw their badges at him and he's yeah. like, fuck, my best detectives. He's like, shit. He's like, they called my bluffing. bluff. <laughs> they called my bluff. Uh, so they take off. And I was like, yeah, what are y'all looking at? Get back to work. That's, he, he's fucking ridiculous the way he talks. It's amazing. Yeah. Um, he talks like an old, like, like, like a Brooklyn commissioner. Yeah. <laughs> Junior commissioner Vallejo. Yeah. So cut to the pool hall and these Canucks are up to no good. They are printing <laughs> stack after stack of counterfeit baseball cards and they're going to sell them for a profit. And uh, they got Penny hostage too. She's like, is she tied up? Uh, no, she's just no, there. No, she's just there. Yeah. Um, <laughs> and all of a sudden, Fillmore and Ingrid show up and they're like, ha, huh, we're going to put a stop to this. And they turn on the valves in the pool and they start flooding the pool. Yeah. And they're like, shit. So like now, like the big, the boss fight starts and they have to like take down uh, the Canadian guy. And, mm-hmm. uh, and his whole crew. Sends, yeah, his whole crew. Uh, and he sends the, his... Can I just, what? sorry, I just got to say this before I forget, because it's really important. One of these middle schoolers has a soul patch. Oh my God, does he? Yes. I was like, what Which one? on earth? One of the, the henchmen? One, yeah, one of them, uh, he's wearing like a toque and he's got a soul patch. Oh my God, I never noticed. I was noticed. like, oh my God. <laughs> oh my God. I'll put it in the guide. Don't worry, guys. <laughs> <laughs> I'm skipping through the episode to see it. Oh my god, he's got like a whole goatee. Yeah. Shit. It's crazy. Okay, oh anyway, god, continue. Yeah. Anyways. Um so they like they incapacitate the henchmen. They like Fillmore and Ingrid grab this pool noodle and then they like the henchmen are coming up the pool ladder from the deep end. Yeah. And they jump down the pool noodle, knock them off the ladder. It's pretty violent if you think yeah. about it. They knock them they off a ladder. Like, that's ceramic at the bottom. And they're all, like, like, fucked up. They're all stunned, and they're yeah. on the ground, and they wrap them up in a pool rope, Ew. like a lane divider. Yeah. And, uh, and like, the battle continues, and then all of a sudden, the Canada guy, he... Uh, puts a lifesaver ring around Fillmore and traps him. He's like, you'll never get me. All of a sudden, he's like... You ain't getting away because they're not alone. Vallejo's there with the whole fucking squad. They rappel down on these fucking pool uh, lane divider ropes, and they can they proceed to like chase down everybody else. They free Fillmore, and they push the fucking printing press into the deep end that's starting to fill with water. They're all in the shallow end right now, and so it's it's like, yeah, it's intense. And they're like, Vallejo's like. We may not be able to touch you because of your diplomatic immunity, but we know what you did here today. And if you don't, if you continue to fuck around, then I promise you the safety patrol is going to make every day of your life a living hell. He literally says... You got it. He doesn't say living hell, but he says we will make every day a waking nightmare. He's like threatening him hardcore. I'm like, like, this is an abuse of power. Oh my god! I mean, Damn, yeah, I he's know. a little shit, but this like, fuck, it. dude. Anyway, listen. Yeah, Vallejo, like, that's the thing. Like, it's okay if he was an old commissioner. You like, you want somebody who's hard as fuck. But like, Vallejo, you're a fucking middle schooler. <laughs> Chill the fuck out. No, it's, have a childhood. Well, it's not really okay if he's a police commissioner because, like I said, it's abuse of power. But for the sake of this drama, I guess it's okay. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> 
stay Anyways, in line, Canada. So they're like, <laughs> they're like, oh, well, we've we've put these crazy Canadians to bed. <laughs> these harmful fucking evil can- Canucks can't harm us anymore. Uh, terrible people, those Canadians. Oh wait, I got. I have like another thing that's funny. Um, when uh, when they when the Canadians, oh, Morty. Okay, sorry. When the Canadians catch Penny, they're like. Yeah, he says like, "Oh, Penny, you're going behind my back. Canadians don't take kindly to betrayal." <laughs> and I'm like, "Who does? <laughs> no one does. Duh. Like, <laughs> like yeah. In Denmark, we're kind of all for betrayal. Like, yeah. <laughs> I don't know, Jesus. Like, uh, but they just make us seem like so evil. They're like Canadians don't take kindly to betrayal. I was like, God, okay. <laughs> so like, we're gonna fucking." murder you we're gonna drown you in the deep end of a pool now <laughs> like that's the vibe you get yeah basically like oh anyways so like earlier on in the episode penny's like hey Fillmore, when this is all over maybe i can cook you dinner he's like yeah baby that'd be nice yeah and uh so like they're like all right we basically we put an end to the printing press the no more of that they're going through like the inventories of everything, they're like, huh, hey, Fillmore, there's 4,000 cards that are missing that weren't accounted for. And he's like, huh. Anyways, he goes to dinner with Penny, and uh, she cooks him dinner, and he's saying like, oh, yeah, we were missing a bunch of cards, and uh, uh, some, some, so He's basically and so. like, and, I don't know where they could be, and like, Yeah, oh, and so Penny's like grabbing, putting away the dishes, he's like, yeah, funny about those Mickey Mantle cars, but I'm sure they'll show up. And he's like, no, I can't she, remember who she was she... saying like, oh, like it's not like four thousand like player name cards. Yeah, she just na- she says a name, but then Fillmore's like, huh? And he's what? Like, I never said a name. I just said I just I never even said a number. I just said cards were missing. And she's like, like, what? No, you did say it. <laughs> what? Well, maybe. Uh, no, like you uh, said it. And he's like, no, I didn't. Uh, he's like, shut up. He's like, what's the matter with you? <laughs> You're not going to man. No. Nah. <laughs> Name like, that Penny, movie. Tweet it at us. <laughs> <laughs> He's like, Penny, show me the cards. And so like. She's like, sigh. Okay. She takes him to the garage and there's like all these cards. And he's like, you played me. She's like, but Fillmore, I just, I had feelings for you. Could you maybe just look the other way? And he's like, huh? And then he's like about to like rub her tears away, but then like hits the garage door button beside her face instead. Yeah, fakes her out. And he's like, nah, you play me like a fool. You were just using me so you could get him out of the way so you could take over the business for yourself and take all the profits. And then uh, he's like about to leave and he's like, oh yeah, hey, the chicken was dry, baby. Real dry. <laughs> oh my god! Like what a fucking line to end oh on. Oh my god! And then that's, that's the like, end. Yeah, that's the end of the episode. No, he, no. Okay, well, before he's Why like, there- "Come, I'll see you in the office tomorrow. Don't make me come get you." I'm like, Ooh. Like, "Oh yeah, baby, your chicken was dry. Real, Real dry." dry. Bum, dum, 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 dum.
evil fucking Canadians. Canadians don't take don't kindly to them. betrayal. That's the thing. Like, you know, we're polite and all. It's all we to, it's we're just trying to fucking kindly. get on your good side so we can stab you in the back. Steal your baseball cards. Um, Steal your fucking yeah, baseball no, cards. that's that's I think the probably the most important lesson to take away from this episode. Mm. Mm. Um, also yeah. like <laughs> these no, kids were I mean, running a fucking counterfeit baseball card printing ring yeah. with a professional fucking printing press. <laughs> In an abandoned pool hall outside of the fucking school grounds. What the fuck? I don't, I, I don't know. What city Gross. is this in? Uh, I think it, wait, it said it on the page. It said something like, uh, oh, I got the hiccups. In the suburbs of Minneapolis. What? That's what it Minneapolis, says on the wiki. Minneapolis, you guys got some funding. Yeah. <laughs> your school system I, like, got, go to school your school system funded as fuck I don't know if it is <laughs> oh okay, my God. God, are you okay <laughs> jeez I don't I don't actually know what the school system is like in Minneapolis but if we're going by the show it's pretty cool anyway I mean yeah Fillmore I I would do a, another episode of Fillmore because I would do 50 more episodes. I would do a, an episode I, for every episode yeah. and then the fan theory episodes. And Ooh. oh my god, I was like, there's fan in the theories recommended about this? I don't know, but I'm sure we could find something. Oh in my the god, recommended, you're like dying uh, right now. And yeah, and the, <laughs> 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 oh my god, too overcome with emotions. Uh, <laughs> oh god, okay. Well, I mean, we in the recommended episode guide, I saw the. Whoop, one about the snitch, the kid with the like little beret hat. <laughs> Anyways, I, oh there's more episodes I want to do. Yeah. Oh, I'm we need just to wrap this up. Okay, wait. Just one more like fun fact. I'm just reading on the Wikipedia page. <laughs> okay, quickly. Um, the every character on the show is named after a street in San Francisco. San Francisco. Mm. I said that's so weird. San Francisco. So Fillmore Street, Third Street, Vallejo. <laughs> Is it like their last names or? Uh, I'm assuming. Is there a Cornelius? Because I don't think there's like a Karen Street. (laughs) I don't know. Okay. Okay. Morty's crying at the door and you're dying of hiccups. So I guess we better wrap this up. Um, Okay, people, you can um, leave us a review on iTunes. Oh, yeah, for sure. For sure. For sure. For sure. For sure. Um, Watch Fillmore. There's only 26 episodes. You'll like blaze through them because they're so fun. and yeah, no, leave us a review um, on iTunes, please. Where it counts, baby. Only if it's five star, though. Thanks. And um, it, otherwise, if you have any shows that you want to recommend to us, any even particular episodes, um, even like movies, we're going to branch out eventually to um, start doing some kind of like movies from childhood we're thinking you know keep it in like sort of sort of like the 80s to 90s range maybe not classic disney because i don't know it's more fun um and yeah if there's anything you want us to cover you can always email us at toontimepod at gmail.com or you can dm us on instagram uh or tweet us on 
Twitter at Toontime underscore pod. As mentioned, um, we'll see it like literally right away and we're going to for sure answer you. So like feel free. And anything else you want to plug? These hiccups. Yeah. I'm Uh, plugging the hiccups. They're dope. Um, Oh my God, stop. Okay, we're going to go because it's probably so gross for people to listen to. Anyway, thanks for listening, everybody. Fillmore is so fun and I'm so excited. I love this show. Woo! <laughs> okay. okay, thanks. Bye. Bye. Bye.